I don't have COVID. Uh, any allegations to the contrary are spiralous and false. <laughs> okay, well, I'm trying to start, but <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dicey Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Mad. I like that laugh in front of it. And for those of you who just heard that whole thing about Shane not having COVID, but yes, it's Shane Manila. Yeah, what's up? I definitely don't have the COVID. I am definitely uh, coming down with a cold of some sort. I have had a temperature check, and there is no, I am at 98.9 exactly, a um, which is where you're supposed to be. Um, actually, I believe 98.9. Anything no, below that, you're the dead. The human temperature has dropped over time. It's like 97 point something for most people. So you're a little bit elevated. I, maybe it's oh just my your God. blood pressure. Oh my God, maybe I gotta go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you do your testing? What do you do? Do you have one of those things that it's like aiming at your forehead or do you yeah, stick something in your ear? Yeah, I, got, or? I got shot in the forehead one. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to be the, the best one, that, one. Yeah, 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 that's a good one. Except that, you know, when people test you like that, I kind of feel like a cow. When they put the cow down. Oh, you know, God. They're going to shoot, shoot, shoot it into your head. Is that yeah. how they put them down? That's horrible. Didn't you ever see their, uh, no. no Country for Old Men? No. Yeah. No, no, I didn't. Because you probably thought you couldn't watch it because you thought it was no Old Men. So you're like, oh, I'm not allowed to watch You're like, it. I don't have a country. <laughs> oh, but by the way, that was hilarious this week we always we're always part of these follow friday things and stuff when people do stuff and somebody said uh five video games from your childhood and five people to tag and shane didn't tag me and he said i didn't tag ff blitz because video games weren't invented when he was a kid i laughed out loud yeah we played with rock (laughs) that's not a game my favorite, favorite game was rock and, and the sun rising. <laughs> yeah, somebody said that I played with a sundial. No, hey, listen, when I was a kid, when I was in high school, I remember playing, you know, uh, Pong and Space Invaders, but <laughs> there was some games. But hey, listen, so I just thought that was funny. So, all right, well, we've got some news here. Not a whole lot, but we do have some news. And it is brought to you by thedeviwatch.com. So before we get into some of this, let's hear from thedeviwatch.com. Devi leagues are the fastest growing form of dynasty leagues. Whether you're new to Devi or maybe you've played Devi for a long time and are just looking for an edge, deviwatch.com has you covered. Do you need to know who will be a first round rookie pick before the rest of your league does? Do you want that future NFL Combine star on your taxi squad before he blows up at the Combine? Devi Watch has Superflex Devi Ranks, Devi ADP, and an annual Devi Watch Guide to help you. The 2020 Devi Watch Guide ranked and profiled over 260 players. It includes dominator ratings, breakout ages for returning prospects, and if you play college fantasy football, they've got you covered there as well. Volume 2 of the 2020 Devi Watch Guide has tons of information about new college coaching staffs and how their scheme changes affect the college fantasy landscape. They also have team-by-team breakdowns for all 130 FBS teams. If you play college fantasy football, their CFF rankings will drop in July. Visit DeviWatch.com and check out the two membership options. Join today and gain access to their industry-leading content. Click Have a Coupon and enter the code DTHQ when you sign up so they know you heard about them on the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. If you play Debbie, you have to get you have to subscribe to Debbie Watch. You have to get their annual guide. It's worth the annual subscription alone. So get the Debbie Watch guide. Check those guys out. They do great work. Best in industry. 
Yeah. Jeez, oh. and you know what? That just made me think of, and I don't know if we have it on the show sheet or not. Uh oh. Um, we had a, we had a college opt out today. Oh, well, so there we go. We did have a couple different things on the news, but that's probably more important than some of the other ones. Who was the opt-out? Oh, so Rashad Bateman, a uh, Minnesota Golden Gopher, the guy that uh, basically eviscerated Tyler Johnson's uh, NFL value and uh, (laughs) basically just eviscerated him. Um, He's decided he is not playing college football in 2020. Um, next time we're going to see this fine young man will be in the 2021 draft. Oh, NFL wow. draft makes yeah. a little bit of sense, you know, and I mean, as one of the top, if not the overall best wide receiver in this class, just reset one year ahead. Don't worry about COVID. Don't play. Just prepare for the NFL combine and all that stuff and go into it with, with a high draft pick. Didn't, didn't hurt himself all year, you know, playing it's, it's odd though. Those guys love to compete. I couldn't make that choice to just not play my last year of college football. Part part of my concern is is if I was a college player is one I don't know what the season's going to look like, right? Right. I don't know what, and I I don't know how you quantify this. I don't know how well training programs are going to run, like how yeah. well fields are going to be maintained. Just simple things that you normally don't even of stuff, think of, yeah. right? Because, you know, usually there's, what, like eight guys or whatever working on a football field, making sure that, you know, there's no divots and things like that. And this obviously, it's just as an example. But just things you never even think about, you know what I mean? You just go out there and play, but there's all these little things or, that could end up being really big things affected by COVID. So if I'm Bateman, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, um, if I'm uh, uh, Amon St. Ra Brown, I think I got most of his name right. Amon Ra, St. Brown. If I'm one of those guys and I, I think my NFL draft position is pretty secure, there's no reason for me to play in 2020. None yeah. at all. And, and, you know, it's funny because they mention all these different jobs that you really don't think about. You're right. And then especially for the NFL, too, when we're all talking about, oh, come on, the team could be in a bubble or whatever. There's a lot of other people that would have to be in that bubble, too, if you're going to do it that way. And, and up until this whole experience happened, a lot of people don't even think about those guys. But with these college kids, are, are they, you know, a lot of things change, rules change, things that were you were supposed to be able to do. Are, are things going to be more flexible this year for some of the players? Like, you know, they'll be able to skip things and still be able to get into the NFL without doing whatever they were supposed to in college? Or, or do you think? Or is it that you only need to be to, to qualify for the NFL draft or be eligible for the NFL draft. You only need to be your high school has only had to graduate it three years prior. Oh, that's it. Your high school class. Excuse me. So that's why yeah. sometimes you have guys like Juju who, you know, he went to his class. He graduated like when he was what 17 and a half, I think, from high school. 17. So, well, he was able to put in like a ton of years at USC. I think he was there for 10 years. Still <laughs> only 20 when he came out. Okay. But a lot of times you'll see that guy, guys, you know, they'll go, they'll go um, for what summer sessions or something so they can get in early or whatever. But their class, it's just three years from when your high school class graduated. That's all. So, That's the, the only eligibility requirement that I'm aware of. of. Juniors doing it. Yeah. yeah me and Scott have been, uh, Scott Connor, uh, you know, we talk about that and we've talked a lot about this in the group, uh, group me chat and our patron chat about players opting out, um, in college. Um, 
I don't think it'll have any effect on their college stock. I can't imagine okay. it would because the guys that are going to opt out, besides the fact I don't think the college season is going to happen anyway, but let's just say it does. The guys that are going to opt out are the guys that are surefire first two rounds. Right. They know and and you're seeing nothing negative to take away from the good picture they've already made. Right. Yeah. And so, and teams want the best players, so they're all going to be fighting for Rashad Bateman still. He did nothing right. to take – he didn't do anything to muddy the picture at all. He just didn't play. Yeah, and you, and you look at Rashad Bateman. So the last thing that the NFL has a, a picture of before the combine is uh, 60 receptions for 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. Um, that's not bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and he did that as what, a uh, sophomore? He was a sophomore yeah. last year, Jeremy? believe so. Yep. He's eligible 2021. So that this would have been his uh, junior season. So let me ask you something. You, you mentioned Tyler Johnson. Why did you mention him? He was a, he was a gopher who, um, in school. Yeah. Yeah. And people thought he was going to be good. Um, and he ended up not being very good. And, and I, I well, he was still fine, but they, Rashad Bateman just basically, like you said, eviscerated, eviscerated him. <laughs> played so well yeah. um, that people forgot how good Tyler Johnson was the season before. So, right. Yeah. Cause you, you heard about Tyler Johnson coming off his season two years ago. Like, okay. You know, they thought he could have came out and he didn't at that time. Um, but you know, everybody expected him. All right. Well, he's just going to smash the next year. And then Rashad Bateman was like, Oh no, 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 he's not. Uh, I'm going to do everything. And according to college football reference, he actually had 1200 receiving yards last year. So the kid's a stud. I mean, average 20 yards of reception on 60 catches like that's that's pretty good that's pretty good he's huge yeah and the reason i ask you that sorry the reason i ask you that is because one of the things we we were talking about doing on the show tonight and going forward and we actually tweeted it out today is to ask some of our listeners if they have some questions on trades that haven't happened yet you know instead of going over some of the trades that have already happened if some people have some questions so i actually have a question for you guys because I got a trade offer yesterday what? from Larry Monkey, and it involves Tyler Johnson. So I just kind of thought, oh, since you mentioned him, I would bring it up. So, you know, in our listener league, which HQ1, where we have 16 <laughs> teams and not very many players, but uh, Larry, <laughs> Larry Monkey sent me a trade offer where he would give me Trent Taylor from San Francisco for my Tyler Johnson from Tampa Bay. Ew. I know, I, and I don't care about Trent Taylor at all, but no, it just- Tyler Johnson, man, because of all the upside, the fact that he's playing with Tom Brady. Listen, uh, Tom, Tom Brady makes players, no matter what people say about the good players he's had there, if he finds a player he likes and they have chemistry and he says, yay, this is a guy I wanna, on the field, I'm gonna throw to him. And that guy's playing in the slot, and there's a chance that Tyler Johnson might be there, even though he can play both inside and outside. So can Godwin. It's People say, oh, Johnson in the slot, Godwin outside. I don't know. Godwin made a lot of money, too, by playing well from the slot at various times in his life. So we'll see how it shakes out. But if he's one of the top three wide receivers playing with Tom Brady, who who, who did he want to trade you for that guy? Trent who? <laughs> Trent Taylor. And that's part of why I – That's why part of – I wasn't even going to mention it, but you mentioned Tyler Johnson. But it was also giving our listeners an example of send us some of your trade offers that you haven't even done yet, and we'll talk about them instead of afterwards. So oh, – I don't – who was who did who who was who were you getting for Tyler Johnson? Trent Taylor from Trent San Taylor, Francisco, wide the wide Trent receiver. Taylor, from, yeah, Arizona. 
no, oh, from no, San, no. Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, that's right. I, a lot of people were talking him up last year before he had the I think right. he had a fracture. Um, ended up missing the entire year. He's never a guy that I, I thought much of, and I really think nothing of Tyler Johnson. Uh-huh. But I, I would take Tyler Johnson <laughs> ten times till Sunday. Um, I think a lot of Tyler Johnson. Look, he was an excellent, like excellent college receiver. We've went over his whole whatever yep. reason. The NFL does not seem to like him. We're not sure why. We don't know what happened there. It's just you know that's what I'm more concerned about. Yeah, some guys are good football players. Tyler Johnson is a good football player, and Trent Taylor is not going to amount to anything. So at least you have a shot. I, I mean, maybe this is a trade you look at down the road, but let's see what what Tyler Johnson has and what they how they use him in uh, Tampa Bay. And sure. I hear they really like him. So. I get that, but I mean, so Tyler Johnson, let's just say he wins a starting slot receiver role there. Let's just give it to him. He's going to beat out Justin Watson and Scotty Miller. We'll just say it. He's there. He's won it. So (laughs) you got 150 targets to Mike Evans. Let's say 140. You got another 100. Still better than Trent Taylor. (laughs) You still have 140 targets to uh, Christopher Godwin, right? You figure uh, Gronkowski and O.J. Howard are going to combine for somewhere in the neighborhood of 110 to 120 targets. This year. Yeah, this yeah. year. Yep. Keyshawn Vaughn and Ronald Jones, somewhere in the neighborhood of 70 to 75 targets probably. And and LaShawn McC- McCoy slash Dare Unga de Babola. <laughs> nice. Um, Good, try. Good try. Good yeah. try. Yeah. Yeah. My mouth gave up in the middle. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough to enunciate that. For yeah, sure. no, I, just, I never I heard know. of my mouth gave out in the middle of it. That's funny. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, I don't. See, I just I don't see where the targets come from. And that's right. Important. That's all. And well, then you know, yeah, know. Godwin and Mike Evans are long-term guys that I would sure. hope are going to be in Tampa Bay for a long time. Well, plus with a, with our 16-team league, you know, you want to keep some guys with some upside. I so, would keep Tyler Johnson in the 16-teamer. I don't have enough wide receivers, so I'll trade you for him. <laughs> a guy that can separate like that and is good at catching the long ball. Um, I'd rather have him out of this draft class than Denzel Mims. But cool. anyway, I'm well, just saying, like, hang on to him in that league. Do not give him away for nothing. Yeah, and I agree. All right, so cool. But speaking of San Francisco, though, something did happen. We always make jokes about something happening right before the show, but something happened with San Francisco. They, <laughs> Jeremy's shaking his head no. Uh, they signed Jordan Reed on... Uh, Dude, you can just forget <laughs> about all the love you ever had. For our favorite tight end, George Kittle, because Jordan Reed is now in San Francisco. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Look, I, I wish that guy. I, I wish the NFL would I, like collusion's a bad thing. Right? <laughs> the NFL should just be like, you know what? No, no, no one is allowed to sign him. I don't care. Like that poor guy needs to stop playing football. He's gonna die if he gets hit in the head one That's... more time hard. He's probably gonna be like a vegetable. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm not like I, I don't want to see that dude on the field ever again. Yeah. Ever again. I hope. I mean, I don't hope he gets injured. I hope he doesn't make the roster. Um, I just I, I I don't ever want to see that guy on the field again. Like he was great. He was a good player. He really was really good at tight end and catching the ball. Finding but, the yeah. team, but too many head injuries. Just, just dude, just go live your life. You made enough yeah. money. You had some fun. Do you want to? Yeah. You don't want to be a vegetable, bro. But let's say this. Let's say this. Let's say he makes it through without getting hurt, okay? And George Kittle obviously is the stud that he is. What if COVID happens or something happens where George yeah, yeah. Kittle doesn't play? Insurance for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Is it but or is it 
Sprinkle or is it the who's didn't they sign a didn't they sign a a tight end this year or they drafted a tight end this year? One. Yeah, they yeah. One. And then they had the guy from last year that filled in. You know, wasn't okay, yeah okay. Yeah, um, but they they really were looking for more depth at that position. All jokes aside, right? Because outside of, I mean, aside from Kittle, they really don't have anybody to rely on. So. You know, they, they need somebody anyway. So Jordan Reed, I think, like you said, is more or less insurance, like at the position. They actually have someone else who can catch the ball. If mm-hmm. something, you know, but Ross Dwelly did okay, but that guy's really just a blocking tight end. But he filled in okay last year. So, but for fantasy-wise, if if you make the, the uh, giant leap that he's going to be okay and not uh, get knocked at, through his skull... For fantasy-wise, would you want him on any of your rosters as depth going into a COVID season of football? No. I mean, (laughs) I I might already have him, right, Shane? I mean, I I was a big fan of his, and honestly, in some of these deeper leagues, I seriously might still have him as my last player. I doubt it. I might still have him. And if in that case, why not just hang on to him but try to get him now? Why? I know. I know so I have him. I, I took him in like three or four leagues in the last... Probably, one of us probably has him. Well, in the last couple of weeks, I took him because there was all these stories coming out saying that, oh, he's ready to go and somebody might sign him. So I grabbed him for free off waivers, you know? Me I didn't... and Shane are looking at each other like, yeah, he's ready to go. He's ready to go <laughs> as, as much as a guy who's one concussion away from yeah, death or I, career ending, you know? Sure. Like, I'd rather... I. And I, I'd rather take my risk on another player from that roster spot. Yeah. Like he hasn't played since 2018. I mean, look, the guy has played more than 14. He's played 14 games once. He's gone nine games, 11 games, 14, 12, 6, 13, and zero. <laughs> okay. Like, like if you played another sport like table tennis, <laughs> tennis, heck, you know, basketball, you know, you were in the NBA, baseball, Soccer, maybe even, I guess. But if you play NFL football and you have a concussion problem, you're on borrowed time. Bro. Yeah. You're going to get hit in the head. It's happening. Yeah, it's just, and, you know, at the position he plays, I mean, he's, he's a tight end. So yeah. he's, he's an offensive lineman slash wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, not great. Not great. So, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to save my roster pot, spot for someone else. Okay, well, speaking of all the COVID stuff, we said we're not going to talk too much about it, but one thing that did happen today, based on our show last week, is they did set a definite date for when the opt-out is. I know last week... Like well, we pressured the NFL into it? No, but, not that's not what I'm saying. But last week on the show, Shane, you said, oh, the date could get moved all the way till the week before the NFL. I'm uh, the reason they changed the date. No, that's not what I'm saying, any of that. I'm just saying there was a date officially said today. Right. Step for Thursday. Okay. I'm the reason they changed it to August 6th because that's my birthday and I refuse to talk oh. about this anymore after my birthday and I'm opting out that day. I took off work. I took off everything. Twitter, I'm, I'm going to do some fishing and fun stuff with my family because I'm just checking out, man. I'm opting out. That's why they did. Do you know how long J- Shane Jeremy's been waiting to say he opts out that day on his birthday? That 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 was kind of why I lobbed it out there for him. So okay, dude, was, I, I'm showing my kid how to hit better in baseball, and I'm not the right guy to show him because I'm like, dude, I'm all about the softball because I can see it. You guys, the kids on your team throw so fast, I can hardly see the ball. I like to see what I'm hitting. Well, there you go. Thursday, Thursday's the last day. Yes. Um, 
no one bigger than Damian Williams has opted out. Devin Funches, obviously. Alan Hearns today, who's a guy that I don't think anyone was really. Yeah. I thought he retired after 2015. I'm yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone. But so there hasn't been anyone of note today. And actually, we're at the point now where people are being activated from the COVID-19 yeah. injured reserve. Everson got off of it and a couple other guys. If you're in a startup draft, you want the guys that are already on the COVID list, you know, yeah. being out for two weeks on IR because they're probably not going to get it again. I mean, t- probably not soon, um, but those are the guys that you don't have to worry about. They're likely not going to opt out either. So, you know what I'm saying? Justin Jefferson, Matt Stafford, these guys, when they come back, those are draftable players. You don't have to worry. R- Russian roulette, these guys are opting out this year. Yeah. There was a, the the the, the uh, mustache brigade. They were all celebrating today because Minshew got <laughs> off too. So, um, I saw a funny meme about Minshew. <laughs> there was another thing. Um, if, we're, if we're not going to talk about that, let's talk about the greatness that is Rashad Penny on the pup. <laughs> <laughs> That's the top yeah, news man. story we have on the show sheet. <laughs> well, just, I just, I want to, because he was the first guy that I've seen that's actually even placed on the pup pup. Oh, and is that it? Physically unable to perform. You're out for at least the first six weeks of the season. So if you had concerns about Chris Carson, well, I guess one really shouldn't affect the other, but um, Penny's, he's definitely out for at least the first six weeks of the year. Um, if you were holding out hope that maybe he was going to, somehow make it back in time for the season opener or week two or three give up on that hope and his 2020 season's probably shot if he was actually going to play anyway right so yeah yeah he'll be on the what final year of his rookie contract uh yeah that just sinks his stock yeah that sinks his stock you know jarvis landry of the browns is on the on the pup right sony michelle muhammad sanu there are guys on it but like rashad penny can't afford to miss more time i mean his his job is in jeopardy anyway yeah well, they're on the preseason pup he's uh, on the actual like yeah, he's NFL on, pup. yeah like gotcha. Alcon jeffrey is on the fake you're pup, right where it's like all right you're not allowed to be around the team because you're injured or whatever or you're not allowed yeah, to gotcha. whatever but penny yeah, by right. the time he steps back on the field will be probably 25 years old final year of his rookie contract <laughs> 30 i'm just kidding yeah and he'll have you know the stats thus far it's depressing because when he's played when he's actually gotten some run he's looked good um but it, it's just looking like a first round flame out and this is a guy a bunch of us spent a bunch of us me included <laughs> i did draft one a lot of spent for first round draft capital on him in rookie drafts man we yeah. moved him up the board um because we we're like hey you got that seattle traded up for him didn't they and i don't know but they drafted him in the first round <laughs> and uh they're definitely going to play him right not so much yeah, I don't have him anywhere, but you know, if you're going to go from the opposite of him ending with his rookie contract to the beginning of people's rookie contracts, when we were getting ready to go live to do the show tonight, Shane was all thrilled and excited about some Lynn Bowden news that he read. I love yeah. Lynn Bowden, man. <laughs> I like him too. He is the ultimate. Look, I'm I. There's there's with certain knife. Certain <laughs> types of players I'm always going to have a hard on for. And they'll never hit. I don't know why, but I'll, like, like Boreal Beckham Green or Green Beckham, whatever his name was, just tall dudes, six foot five dudes that run like a four four. Uh, I'm always gonna love them, no matter what. Like they never ever hit, but I'll Green love them. Beckham. The whole hyphenated names thing fucks with me. <laughs> the other guys that I'll always love that never seem to hit are the guys that can play every role, like Ty Montgomery. Yeah, someday to hit as a wide receiver slash running back, and Lynn Bowden Jr. 
is taking snaps at guess where he's going to take snaps. Like, I'm not totally surprised by the fact that because he can play quarterback. That's what he was going to do. I so mean, there's the guess. Dude, I he's guess. Gonna, all right. <laughs> running back. He is going to be a Wildcat quarterback. Uh, Greg Olson, the, 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 what do you call that? The OC for the Raiders. Uh, Compton, you know, we're going to use them in some Taysom Hill roles and some RPOs. So I'm already dreaming of all the Lynn Bowden touches. Like I can already, in my head, I, I'm scheming up about 15 touches a game. From oh my and, God. Yeah, is that snap going as a run or is that snap going as a pass? Or Tom, you know what? This, this, this is my end around. Lynn Bowden Jr. is going to have like seven rushing attempts a game, right? He's going to have four receptions and three, <laughs> and three pass attempts every game. every game. Plus the special team snaps. So you know it's going to happen. I want him in there like inside the 20, uh, you know, close, you know, maybe even at the 10 yard line. That's where I want him to be playing oh, like God. in that role where you don't know what's going to happen. That would be buy, awesome. Buy all the limp out in junior account, you know, him and Anthony McFarland. Yeah, you're. You're smart. And Antonio Gibson, <laughs> look, man. I mean, he's giving all the Swiss Army knife guys. And Ty Montgomery could still hit. He could definitely still hit. He's in. Uh, he's in uh, the, that lower state, Louisiana, whatever. That <laughs> is. Uh, Louisiana, New Orleans, New Orleans <laughs> somewhere. In the Bayou. He's going to hit this year. Just give me every Swiss Army knife guy. The guy that can play eight positions. None of them really well, but just some yeah. of them okay. I want that guy. That I can plug in at flex anywhere at any position <laughs> but here's the thing Derek Derek Carr David Carr David Derek slash Carr <laughs> David's brother Derek it's Derek yes Derek slash David Carr yes no, he's not very good at quarterback you never know <laughs> you could see Lynn Bowden back there man you could the Raiders could be put in the same exact spot that the Kentucky Wildcats were um where they're like we have to turn to Bowden he has to be our quarterback and then he runs the ball 15 times a game and completes five passes and then even flicked out wide and gets some passes i'm i'm loving it if Lynn Bowden is in the, there in the second round of your rookie drafts you have to draft you just have to there's funny thing about him in the in the early days of the the our, we had a whole bunch of startup drafts in the off season and like in May I guess it was there was a time where Shane was like getting Lynn Bowden everywhere and he mentioned it on the show that he was getting him everywhere and then that week in some of the rookie drafts people started drafting him before Shane <laughs> got a chance to get him and I remember, Shane's shaking his head right now I remember him making a comment on the show going I should have kept my mouth shut because <laughs> people were grabbing him before he got yeah, a chance to get him our hands on this one. <laughs> But I, I, I remember. Like if you listen to this show, and you're in a league with me. I don't think you should be allowed to draft any players that I like. Like it, that's fair, right? Like, cause I touted them. It was like, if so you funny. Them before me, that's different. You know what I mean? But if like you only heard of them because of this show, or if you only got high of them on them because of this show, you shouldn't be allowed to draft them. That's your rule. I just remember that specific time and that specific name, so that's why I was laughing. But you know, we have <laughs> we have some other things to talk about in the show. But before we talk about them, we have a new sponsor, and they're called FanDraft.com. And why don't we hear from them right now, and then we'll go on to the rest of the show. Take your league's fantasy football draft to the next level with FanDraft, the online fantasy football draft board. FanDraft makes your draft feel like the actual NFL draft with fun features such as streaming ticker, live draft clock, custom logos, and even team walk-up songs. 
You can also display multiple draft boards. FanDraft can be used offline or in person by exporting the display to a projector or large screen TV. It can also be used completely online, and any number of your league owners can join the draft remotely. It integrates with My Fantasy League too. You may be aware that MFL is the most popular Dynasty League hosting site. You can perform both traditional and our favorite here at the HQ, auction style drafts. FanDraft also supports IDP, rookie only drafts, keeper leagues, just about any customization you can think of to meet your league requirements. You can also export draft reports. So sign up for a free trial account at fandraft.com. When you're ready to order the pro account, use promo code DTHQ15 to save 15% off your purchase. You know, this is a great product. I've used products like this before for online drafts and even live local drafts instead of using a paper draft board. Um, and these guys bring a great product um, to the to the table. So I think everybody should go out and check them out and do this. Uh, you know, this season when we're not doing our live home league drafts, it's the perfect year to have an, a tool like this that Fandraft.com offers. You know, that's pretty funny that you mentioned that because one of the things we're going to talk about is a home draft that you actually participated in, right? Uh, that you did, I, I guess you guys did it on Zoom this year instead of doing it in person like you always do. Yeah, StreamYard, because we weren't going to have everyone there, so it worked out. We sometimes would have one guy in the lobby because you could have 10 people in there. But yeah, it was on StreamYard. We couldn't do it live, so we didn't have a barbecue. Chris Allen, FFWX, couldn't bring his keg of beer. Um, we didn't get to smoke the meats and have a have a live party, but we made the best of it, man. It, it was a really good time. And, and Shane, jeez, not uh, Scott Connors in the uh, OHFF that I'm talking about the league, and um, he traded above me to get T Higgins when I had two back to back picks in the second round, and um, and he basically knew who I was going to pick at at you know with my few picks just from all the conversations with him and all the all the shows so he he almost knew me better than i know myself you know snagging my guys before i could get my guys like nobody else knew that i was looking at these players but you know scott knew i traded in to get harrison bryant the tight end from uh cleveland so you know it, but it was a great time a great draft bob lung ian hartitz j mike uh so many people in that league so much fun all ohioans and um yeah, so fan draft would definitely be a product to use for your um, online drafts this season under COVID, especially. So your draft went good with everybody. Then everything went went awesome. Yeah, it, it went it went fine. It was fun. You know, we did five rounds. I forgot it was a five round rookie draft. I thought it was four, but we did five rounds, and I thought you know it could be as long as an hour around, depending on how people come in and out of the room and make trades and all that. There were a lot of trades. Um, some right before the draft, fortunately, but we we did it inside less than four hours for five rounds. I think it was like three hours and 45 minutes, you know, even with, you know, taking a bit of a break in the middle um, for a couple minutes. So like, uh, it was fun, man. It, it was like we were together in a way, right? It wasn't as good as a live party, but it, it works. Yeah. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the world with COVID and maybe we'll be doing that. <laughs> That next year again, hopefully, hopefully oh not. God, yeah. Come on. <laughs> hopefully not. Well, we have a couple trades that we were going to talk about. And one of the things, like I said at the beginning of the show, was we were going to try to talk more about some of our listener trades, especially ones where they're having a question on whether they should go forward or not. Not even not about evaluating after the fact. Let's talk about before the fact. And one of the trades we got a question about online today was from at pick on the block. 
And it was one side of the trade, which this actually goes along with what we were talking about last week a little bit. But one side of the trade is Aaron Jones and DJ Chark. Oh. Oh. (laughs) And the the other side of the trade is AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift. Oh. (laughs) So we're getting reaction from Shane. So why don't we hold off on his answer and let's hear your side first, Jeremy. Honestly, I, I like both sides of this. I'm a big Aaron Jones fan. I love DJ Chark. <laughs> I know how much people want to pay for AJ Brown. We saw, you know, how well he did last year. And I'm also a big fan of DeAndre Swift. So I could see why people would be split on this trade. Um, I think, though, I would probably want the AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift side because Swift is a rookie running back for the Detroit Lions. Um, you know, highly sought after one of the best players in the college ranks coming out. In fact, he, there was talk about him maybe being the best overall running back, um, you know, up there, even before we started talking about Jonathan Taylor and the NFL draft and CEH. So one of the best talents at running back. I think I want that side, um, the youth part of the equation. And um, I think both of them are great players. Aaron Jones, a little bit older, right? He's got some miles, some tread. Um, gone in in uh, Green Bay. I'm not sure what's going to go on there. So, just slightly, I I'm taking the AJ Brown and DeAndre Swift side, right or wrong. Uh, right or wrong. There really is no right or wrong answer to any of this stuff. Whether Shane wants to say it or not, because he's, he's going to go, you're wrong or whatever. There is no right. Or, there is no right. DJ Chark. I, I don't want to say no. But that's wildly incorrect. I'm like, well, there is a right or wrong answer. No, there's not. There's just not. But this go ahead. Some this isn't some philosophy class where any answer can be right. <laughs> I, I disagree. Trades, one of the trades is right. I mean, look, one Aaron Jones. going to be righter than the other. Soon. I like Aaron Jones. He's also going to be 26 in December. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if history is our guidepost, um, running backs die at the age of 26. <laughs> um, uh, someone came at me on Twitter because someone used my chart, actually. Um uh, in one of my articles and was like, oh, well, that's that's just biased because he just used running backs for the last four years. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, but here, well, here's Mike Tag Tagliera's uh, article on the same thing. And he went back 13 years or whatever, dick face, um, and shared the same fucking thing. Running backs die at 26, um, 25, 26. So, and then AJ Brown, just dude, the dude's going to be a freaking monster you know what i mean i love chark i do love chark and i think chark can be a high-end wide receiver too but i I gotta take aj brown and deandre swift there i mean it's just i don't know it's weird aaron jones and dj chark feel like the value store version of aj brown and deandre (laughs) swift like don't they like they feel like i don't know if anyone else besides me growing up was on welfare but i was on welfare and they feel like the welfare version of uh of DeAndre Swift and uh, AJ Brown. And it's funny. I When I said to you that there's no right or wrong answer, in this case, it looks like all three of us like the, the same side. So it would imply that it's the right answer, but it doesn't necessarily have to be the right answer. But I would take that side as well, you know, especially like, you know, we've had Katie on the show a bunch of times and she always says she's a Swift girl. Um, I, I definitely would rather have Swift and I'd rather have AJ Brown. But I just still believe that no matter what the trade is, except if 
obviously a trash time to see trade offer. It, it, it definitely seems like there's some non right or wrong answer. Everybody has their own opinion. We lost Jeremy some <laughs> somehow. Well, so Jeremy is just, he's incensed <laughs> that, that you would think that there's no right or wrong answer. There's always a right or wrong answer. But there's there can't no always of be. Of course there's shades of gray. There's shades of gray in everything. This is not true. Yeah, well, first of all, when this we're... is not a philosophy discussion. This is a fantasy football discussion. The correct answer is DeAndre Swift and AJ Brown. Okay, because both of those players hold more value. Um, even if you're just looking at value, they hold more value individually than the other two. They're they're counterparts. You're right. Cohorts. You're right. And in this case, I agree. Yes, that should be the right answer. But in fantasy, when we're making speculation on everything, there's possibility that those two, the other two guys, have a better season, and then people could say, "See, that was the right answer." You know, it's. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We lost Jeremy. So why don't we why don't we do this other trade that you have here, and then we'll wrap up the show. Oh, (laughs) you know, yeah. Since it's just me me and you, let's talk about you. I'm used to it. Oh, that makes me happy. So we we got a a trade in Boots McNutes League. Newts McBoots trade. Oh my God. Boots. Remember, we were talking about this when we went off the air a couple weeks ago. Yes. If it was on this show or if it was on the patron. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, he was trying to get a, you know, he's going to try to shift, uh, send a good old Jonathan Taylor my way. Yes. So here's the offer. Uh, he would give me Jonathan Taylor in a 2021 second, his. Uh huh. And I would give him Cameron Acres, a 2021 first, mine, and a 2021 <laughs> fourth, also mine. Did you add the fourth or did he ask for the fourth? He asked for the fourth. <laughs> did he? Okay. So so in other words, he's like going, hey, have throw in a four. You know, what's the, what's the hell? What's the difference? Um, right. It's like that. It definitely makes you feel better just getting that little extra something. Like, you know, it doesn't mean shit. It's like when your mom compliments you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she kind of has to because she's your mom, but it still makes you feel good. Like your mom's like, you're so handsome. And you're like. Oh, oh thanks. God. You're my mom. You, you have to say that shit. See, I don't, I'll still take it. I don't know. My mom left when I was seven, so I don't know. But um, <laughs> never mind. Not your mom. Not your mom. <laughs> but I will say this. Um, <laughs> You know, we did talk about the the difference between Cam Akers and Jonathan Taylor and everything like that. I am I'm I'm fine with this trade. I would I would take the Jonathan Taylor and the two for Cam Akers and the one. You know, it, it, I mean, if for nothing else, the draft capital and the trade ability that you might be able to do with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor, and you're saying that that's your first, and yeah, he's my giving first, and and, up in the trade. right, and he's giving you his second. I'm always up for trading away my first round pick. I, I, I feel that most of the time I'm going to have a better season than I, I, I think the other guy will have. And I'm fine trading away mine to get other people's picks. So I, I, would, I don't care about the four. So in my home league, we call that J-Tax because there's a guy in our league that always adds something extra. So. Hey, it's a smart move. I mean, it <laughs> definitely is. And especially, you know, I, I've talked about it and we talked about it last week a lot is get those extra trades. Yeah. Uh, or excuse me, get those extra picks for this coming year. Yeah. Because um, it's definitely going to help. So so even though you promote that and you say that a lot, you you did give away the extra pick to be able to get Jonathan Taylor then, right? Yeah. I yeah. could care less about the fourth. Like, exactly. I, I definitely look if I had my druthers, I'd be accruing them. But in order to facilitate this trade, it's not like I was going to be like nah man <laughs> exactly you're not gonna take you're not you gonna pass up on jonathan fourth. taylor because of the board <laughs> this trade is falling apart it's all falling apart you know look, I, 
and I, I've said this a couple times before. I think of the big five running backs, I yes. think Cam Akers is the one that is the scariest to me. Okay. Um, uh, hitting. I think JT, um, Dobbins, and CEH are like pretty much lock, stock, and barrel. No doubt about it. They're going to hit. Yeah. And then DeAndre Swift, I'm just a little, a little nervous only because of, you know, Matt Patricia's uh, um, incompetence. Right. And Daryl Bevel. But um, Cam Akers is the one that gives me the most pause. So, yeah. you know, if I'm just flipping my first for the second, you know, hopefully we're only talking about a few different drafts. Uh, spots hopefully i do well in the league and it's not a big deal and we're talking about i gave up the 110 you know yeah exactly knowing it's possible i could be giving up the 105 i understand we've talked about a lot of people changing their narrative about these players this late in the game but even back then i liked jonathan taylor out of those five that you're talking about i liked him the best so i i'm i'm happy with it too you know one thing i mentioned about trading away my picks have you ever done this i know it's a side thing but I've done this plenty of times in leagues where you find somebody that you say, hey, I'll swap all my picks for all your picks. Have you ever done that? Where So like you get ready your first, second, and third, and you take their first, second, and third? Yeah, I've seen I've seen that before. I've never done it, though, because it's just one of those things that kind of reeks of, um, <laughs> I, I don't know, just like, <laughs> I don't give a f- Let's just do something stupid. Oh, okay. See, I do it and I do it because I think that I know that I could beat that guy and I'd rather have his picks than mine. (laughs) That's why I do it. And I've done it plenty of times. It's, it's always fun. Uh, Jeremy just texted me. Give me five minutes. I'm trying to reboot my computer. Can I just Um, tell you, wait, wait, I want to say one thing. When, when Jeremy dropped off and I said to you, Hey, why don't we do one of your trades? You lit up like fireworks. You were so happy and so excited because we, we talked about moving your trades to the Patreon, but you were so happy to do it. So I'm glad that made you happy. Oh, wait. And there he is. (laughs) Thanks for joining us this week. So I gave up uh, Cameron Akers. A 2021 first, mine, and a 2021 fourth, also mine, for Jonathan Tooltime Taylor and a 2021 second. <laughs> he's perfect to say Tooltime because he's always Mr. Wilson in the Tooltime thing. I, I don't know, man. I, I, lo- I love Cam Akers, so I'd be fine having the Cam Akers side. So you gave away two picks, Cam Akers for Taylor and the second? Is that right? He gave away Cam Akers and his first and his fourth, and he got Jonathan um, Taylor and the other guy's second. Yeah, I think that's a good trade for you. If you if you value Jonathan Taylor at the top like that, that's a good trade. You got the second back, so. Yeah. All right. Well, that was basically all we talked about. Yeah. So Great. thanks for waiting for me. You've- well, first of all, he tried to end the show. Yeah, you guys know it was some, some technical difficulty, and right. I was trying to get back on. I messaged you guys. You were done with us. You know, I thought the whole stream yard went down because yeah. it showed all of us go out, and then it said technical difficulty. So I didn't even think you guys were still in the room. I was trying feverishly to get back on. I don't remember what I said, but I said something, and Shane said, Well, Jeremy vehemently <laughs> disagrees with you and he left <laughs> that's what he said so no all we did was we did we did just talk about a trade of his but you know what since we did just talk about a trade that's all we did why don't we wrap everything up and let's go to the patreon show so you're back just in time to hype the awesomeness that is our store dude are you kidding our new logo kicks ass everybody <laughs> loves it i love it you guys love it um all the new gear i mean all the all the gear we sell has the new logo I mean, the I'm not going to lie to you t-shirt, courtesy of Shane, uh, Trash Dynasty Trade Offers t-shirt, Trade Alerts, um, 
white, black, red. Com. <laughs> What's that? Johnsonly.com. Johnsonly.com. I mean, we've got mugs to drink coffee out of, mugs to drink alcohol out of. Those are the best. Beach towels, you name it. Stickers are a big seller. Uh, check it out. It's dthq.storenvy.com. dthq.storenvy.com. Get some awesome shit. Get out there. Cool. And we have a Patreon account, Shane. We have a Patreon account. Come be a patron. I like when you're patrons, um, you know, you get the uncensored episode. This show, I can't speak English tonight, or most <laughs> I don't. Donde esta? I wish I could speak Spanish. I think that would probably expand our audience. Oh my Although, God, we know, have we we have Italy. over a hundred. We have over a hundred countries that listen to us, dude. I, want, I don't think there's a hundred countries in the oh, world. Hey, but 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 like that, over yeah. half the but made up Pod, countries follow us. Yeah, Podbean says we have a hundred plus different countries that download our show no podbean's lying i mean wakanda <laughs> isn't a real place although it looks like it would be amazing if it was um so yeah t'challa's listening account. to us yeah sure <laughs> we have a patron account um uh, go join become a patron you get the bonus episodes every week you get this uncensored show every week you get the group me chat you get some live streaming coming up you get some consultations you get some stuff dude you get much much stuff <laughs> Awesome. And go check out our iTunes account and give us a rate and review. Check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ. And, you know, check out all of our individual accounts uh, at Dynasty Madman, at Shane's the Worst, and at FF Blitz. And uh, thanks for listening. And we're going to go do a Patreon right now. So we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. Say goodbye, Shane. Bye.